I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. My name's Cliff. Hello, I'm Brett. So yes, I'm all right. Okay, that's good. Um, what have you been up to this week? You know, uh, this week I've been I've been watching a lot of John Carpenter films. Okay, that might surprise it was you. his birthday or something. It was his birthday, yes. And then I I watch one and then I get right sort of into them all. So I've yeah, been so watching it. a lot of John Carpenter. Sure. I do, I do. I've also been listening to an audio book whilst roaming the streets of South okay. Shields. Uh, Dracula that's what I've been listening to it's not as scary as I would have imagined it to be at all the ori- have the you read original. Dracula before? yeah no I'm not really I, I've done, I only read biographies <laughs> well is it Jonathan a biography? Harker, yeah, it might be <laughs> <laughs> when Jonathan Hawker uh, turns up at uh, and meets Count Dracula mm-hmm. at the castle the first thing that Dracula says to him is, you, you must have been very tired off your journey. Would you like to make toilet? <laughs> is, what? One, is Jonathan a, Harker a USA international? And, and two, is he a toddler? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What's, what's Dracula saying that for? Is it Jesus. Dracula not knowing the right words? Would, would you like to <laughs> chew food? <laughs> Would you like to make toilet? Make What's toilet. all that? Make did, toilet, did he yeah. want to? I don't think he did. I think he was rather forced in. Which oh, he went. Like, he like, went, but he had to force it out. Yeah, he certainly did. Yeah, I want to while he was trying to have a piss. The pressure. Go on, then. Go on then. <laughs> I can't kind of, while you're looking, count Vaughn. <laughs> One drip. So have you have you listened to it read it before? I've I've not read it. I've not read it. Um but it, I I listened to half of it and I thought now nah, I'm sacking this off. Oh did you what did you listen to yeah. instead? Johnny Cash or I just I, no I listen to I, just podcasts as I'm as I'm uh, that what you listen to when you're out and about always I podcast? do uh-huh. Yeah, so what were you listening I, I've about? tried the audio books, but it doesn't really go in, apart from I'm that bit bothered. with the toilet. I'm not bothered about the audio books. So no, you know, nah, I prefer I, reading anyway. Do you know what I mean? I don't like the acting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 
It's uh, the same with like the two like the the kind of the podcasts that are like fiction or, or true, you know, where they're acting. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, yeah. not, I'm not, it gets on, on your tits, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does get it. on your tits. I'm not keen on that what, whatsoever. They, the thing for me about reading is because it, it, you make a picture in your head of, as to what's happening. You can't you do that with your people. own voices and you, you know, all yeah. that kind of like it. What I'm, I mean, in your head, Brett, I'm not saying I do it out loud in case anybody. Oh, thinks no. So. No. Unless I'm uh, I know for, that. The, for the child. Or, or if you're, well, to be you're honest, reading if a I was, book. If I was reading for anybody, I would, I would do the voices. Would you? What would the sex, what's the sex book? Professor Trudy You know, the Cox. Kama Sutra, Nat. Has that got words in? I didn't know. Do it. Or just the positions. This is that, do do it. it. It's just got to do it. <laughs> just a picture and then do it underneath of all the pictures. Have you ever read the Kama Sutra, have you, Cliff? Well, oh, certainly. Ah, oh, but I, I'm not... No, I'm knocking it. <laughs> I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking these uh, weird angles in that. Um, you know I, what I mean? I don't... I think I would find it intimidating, to be honest. Uh-huh. But obviously, oh, the joy of it. sex. Um, Have you read the joy of sex? No, I don't need to read. Like, I'd read it. Why would I need to read it? I don't need to read it. I, I just I live enjoy it. it. <laughs> live it exactly. <laughs> Cliff, I dare. Uh, I'd just like to mention the fact that that Sutherland seemed to be caught in some kind of sporting time warp, don't we? Which is very nice, isn't it? And I'm let all me for tell it. You, Brett, I'm all for it. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm all for it as well. Roy Keane might be coming back. I, I really be. hope he is. I had a bit of a Twitter spat with the couple. Oh of no! That day. Did yeah? Not a Twitter spat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, I think that's all that can happen on Twitter. I don't think there's any other <laughs> way of, of doing it. I said anyway, just give it to Roy Keane. And somebody went, "Oh, what's this?" With certain Sutherland fans. Wanting to look backwards and get people from the past. What's Roy Keane done in the last five years? Nothing. He's no ship manager. Like, why would you want him? I was just like, well, he was the last manager to get us promoted. He's a massive character. People respect him and people will want to do well for him and will probably uh-huh. be able to attract players. I don't care whether we keep him. If we go up, whoever we get in as manager and we go up, I don't care if we get a different manager next year. <laughs> like, well, we just need somebody. He's, to get us he's out the of best choice, isn't he? If you look at like the, the people who Mick are McCarthy. on the list, it's Mick McCarthy. Mick well, McCarthy, well, no chance. Grant McCann, not no bothered. way. No, not bothered. Don't want, don't want him. There's we'll nobody else crap. on the list. We'll exactly. get crap. John Terry. So I probably would stop supporting us if we hired John Terry. Like just... I don't think I'd stop supporting him, but you kind of employ a manager who's racially abused one of your former players. He's a col- uh, yeah, he's fucking. He, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't. Follow, That's not going to happen, is it? I wouldn't follow the club for as long as he was in charge of it. I think it's probably the better way to put it. Um, Woodgate, I've got no interest in him. He's a horrible man, and he's done football as a manager. Um, horrible that, man. Horrible man. Horrible, horrible, horrible man. So, yeah, I think, yeah. look, I think it's quite exciting times for Sunderland. It's even good. We're, look, what's the worst that can happen if you employ Roy Keane? We don't get promoted. We're not going to get promoted now. So, what's... Well, there you go. There's no bad that can happen, is it? And Roy Keane's class. He's a uh, fantastically forward last time. Well, bottom of the league and he got promoted. So, good on Roy Keane and he's mint. 
So there you yep. go. Love that. So yeah, that's uh, I've been thinking about Roy Keane and reading Steve Van Zandt. That's about all I've been doing, <laughs> apart from listening to the music that we're going to talk about today. Music. Music. Is that the right is it way moon to, music? Is that the right way to pronounce that word? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. Well, this is uh, this is your pick, isn't it? You've you've got me to listen to this. Yeah. This so, time. Um. So yeah. So my pick, I thought we'd do some music this week instead of telly or films. Um. And this is an album by a guy called Matt Dayton. Uh. And the album is called Villager. It came out in 1995. Uh, Matt Dayton was the front man and guitarist in a band called Mother Earth, who were an acid, acid jazz band. Uh, they were on that label anyway. They're very funky from the late 80s, early 90s. This was his debut solo album, which came out at the same time as Mother Earth's last album. And uh, it, yeah, it kind of went it went from there. Like he's he's one of those characters that's a bit of a forgotten talent or lost talent uh, but very mm-hmm. very critically acclaimed but unusually for what we're talking about on this podcast is it's not something that I've loved forever, it's not something you love forever it's somebody that I've kind of got into or, or wanted to get into fairly recently so it, there's no nostalgic uh, like kind of thoughts gone to this or, or, or either of us have got I love this, you've got to listen to it uh, it yeah. was kind of more of a thing that I wanted. I'd heard of him. I've watched a documentary about him recently. I've been listening to his mm-hmm. music, and I wanted to see what you thought because I think this is pretty like fantastic. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's very folky, and I, the older I get, the more I, I get into me folk. Mm-hmm. I think uh, one of the things that I love is the uh, the Wicker Man soundtrack, yeah. which I think is absolutely genius. And uh, on his uh, most recent album, I think, I think that the guy who did the Wicker Man soundtrack is actually on his new album. He's playing double bass or something like that, isn't he? I'm not too sure what instrument he's playing, but it's a guy called Gary Cartner who did like the, the, he was associate producer for the the film and stuff like that. So I listened to a little bit of his recent one, but but yeah, I like this. This is uh, different, I guess, to what I would normally listen Mm -hmm. to. Do you know what I mean? Same. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I still, I still really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't know who Matt Dayton was until you sent me mm-hmm. this to listen to. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I know he's got a history within sort of the bands and the people that we really like, mm-hmm. but I hadn't heard of him before. I mean, I think that's probably the issue, isn't it, with him and why you know his, his music isn't heard. Yeah, or listen to. So I think more than ca- it should be the casual listener, and for me and you, and I know I knew the name because there was a point when Oasis were touring and Noel Gallagher left for a few gigs that they had in America, I think, and this uh-huh. guy replaced Noel Gallagher for about two or three gigs, or maybe a little bit more. I, I don't know, um, and I remember at the time when well, we were massive Oasis fans at the time thinking. You can't have Oasis without Noel Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember... It, I mean, that's weird, isn't it? But I, I also remember people going, oh, fucking hell. Not people that we know, but reading uh, or yeah. listening to interviews on Steve Lamarck or whatever it might be, going, fucking mm-hmm. hell, Matt Dayton, what a guitarist. Like, mm-hmm. we've got that guy in, amazing. That's a bold move or a different move. And thank, you know, at last that guy's got a big break. 
and I, but then basically it lasted a few gigs and he was out there again and uh-huh. never thought about him again. Um, I also know that he played guitar and Paul Weller's band for a few years in the mid nineties as well. Yeah. And, uh-huh. uh, but like beyond that, like never really heard any of his stuff. Mother Earth, the band that he was in, or a little bit before our time, and also like acid, jazzy, funky kind of stuff isn't our thing. Well, that's that's one thing. I, I swore that I'd never listened to acid jazz. So now you've made us listen to acid jazz, haven't you? Because we always used to. I'm sure when we went to the library and that there was always be an acid jazz uh, CD. That would be- scoff at. Wouldn't there we? was, yeah, for sure. We'd awfully scoff. I mean, that would have been about 1993, 94, 94 maybe. And it was obviously at the end. We wouldn't have heard it and we would have just... Thought, we, we would have never heard it, but the, the idea that it's passage <laughs> jazz, yeah, yeah, it would have made me laugh, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. And I, I remember that for sure. <laughs> never listened to it. Never wanted to listen to it. Never tried yeah. to get into it. Just thought... That's stupid. That that sounds and we'll stupid. And take the piss out of it. Um, yeah. Then of course there would have been some good bands, and like I've seen James well, Taylor no, Quartet actually, and stuff yeah. like that. You know, like uh, I'm. I'll listen to a Mother Earth song called "The uh, Apple Green." I thought it was I thought it was really, really good. good. Have you heard Jesse? Yeah. Jesse's really. No, really I know. Good, like, no, I haven't heard that one. Uh. So yeah. So but I think Jesse was like the song that people thought would break them into like massive yeah. mainstream to very kind of mainstream song to be honest you know like uh the goo goo dolls and iris mm-hmm. like that kind of song that's always on the radio you sing along here's, to a, it. here's a question a band I you listen to more than that Go on. do you think jim is a bit acid jazzy well i think the first they were acid jazz weren't they? the first the were first they? album or so and then by nice. the time he was you know the space cowboy stuff i think all of that was all acid jazzy and then uh-huh. you know he was eco warrior and that and then he and, and then he just got, got punched off a photographer got bought loads of ferraris and forgot about being an eco warrior <laughs> and, <he's, laughs> and his music turned shit what um, a turn court <laughs> but yeah he betrayed <laughs> the acid jazz course <laughs> what a swine <laughs> how good <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, again, this album—it's not something that I would have would have ever been on my radar if it wasn't for you, sort of saying, "Brett, listen to this." Well, you know so what yeah, I mean? so there was plus a... it's quite old, isn't it? But it's been re-released. So it came it? out in 1995, and then kind of just didn't do anything. Um, very critically acclaimed at the time, and he's had five albums since this that have all been critically acclaimed, but I don't think anybody's bought. And he's like. And he's been a bit of a troubled character as well. So there's a, um, I think there's a documentary called Overshadowed that came yeah. out last year, which I, I, I watched about a year ago. I um, couldn't get it. I couldn't find it. And this was the first time I'd heard of him, the Oasis and Paul Weller, and, and I knew yeah. he was a guy in Mother Earth, who I didn't really know much about. But then the, I saw this documentary and... He's just one of those guys that's like, you know, could have been massive, wasn't. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit of a troubled character. You know, he's got self-esteem issues and he's had problems with his family life and stuff like that. And he just never did it. And he was one of those guys that yeah. could have been up there and then retreated into himself a bit. 
But yeah. that the music he made when he did that was fantastic. And the people he's yeah. collaborated with are like huge stars, like the the are huge stars or super critically acclaimed or respected musicians that want to work uh-huh. with this guy because yeah, they're huge fans they, of him. They, they aren't love they? what he does and what he can do, but he's yeah. never had a massive audience. And I think then he's kind of been a bit pissed off that he hasn't had a massive audience, but also hasn't done himself many mm-hmm. favors to get one and stuff like that. So it's very, com- one of those classic, like complicated tales, which, you know, me and yeah. you have followed guys like that since we were uh-huh. teenagers, you know, and it, it really made us think, I've never actually listened to any of his albums. So, yeah, I, I think it was described in his bio as like yeah, the Britain's Sugar Ma, something like that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I think, you know, this album from 1995, Villager, it's very folky, like you say. It's still got mm-hmm. that little kind of acid jazzy touch to it, basically, with the Yaz flute, I think, is the main thing. Um, <laughs> The lovely 60s flute. Yeah, which is like, but you can see why it wasn't massively popular when it first came out. Because it's very 60s, and it was 60s, not like the kind of kinks and Beatles stuff that was popular in 1995. He's gone down a very different 60s route that wasn't really like nobody really cared about in the 90s. It's a very very like that Wicker Man sort of soundtrack and, and things in, in places, you know? I mean, it, it's very, as you've said, 60s inspired. There's, there's no doubt about that. Certainly loads of sort of 60s influences and, and other kind of influences that I got, which you might not agree with, but on the sort of first listening, that's that's what I thought. So the first track on it is called uh, Good Force, which yep. is like the all acoustic numbers, aren't they? And Pretty again, much a bit of electric funky. guitar here and there, but mostly acoustic. Yeah. I thought that this sounded a bit Bill Withers, me. I agree. Totally agree. I think that's, that's like a... soul folk, isn't it? It is mm-hmm. Bill Withers. Yeah, I never thought of that before, but I, I certainly uh, agree. Yeah. What do you think of his voice? A... Yeah, I think he's got a great voice. Very soulful voice, doesn't he? That's the thing with it. British soul. Like Northern Soul or something, that's what it's like. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, and I think for me, one of the things that stands out for this entire album, the confidence to make this album in this way, sounding like this, when mm-hmm. everything that was popular at the time wasn't like this, Isn't, I think is yeah, really, exactly, yeah. really important. And one of the things with that is, this is like, there's no doubt that this guy has got a lovely voice. And he's got some brilliant musicians playing with him. And uh-huh. we can come on to the guitar a bit more, but he's obviously a fucking expert guitarist. Um, yeah. There's no showing off. There's, that's true. That's definitely and, true. And I think right? that's really nice to listen to an album where there's nothing uh-huh. hugely in your face. And it might have yeah, been to detriment, but you've done it. It might have been, but who cares about that? I mean, we love people who go against the grain, don't we? And obviously that's definitely the case here, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, sure. when I was listening to it, I was like, I'm just getting in from work and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, I'll give it a listen, I'll put it on. Well, I just wanted to kind of close my eyes and yeah. listen to it. Yeah. It's that type of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's very relaxing, isn't it? Um, but it, it it's good. And, and like I say, there's, there's like lots of different influences in there and stuff like that I picked out. I mean, it, one of the songs, well, the, the, the one that... Um, is, is like you know the, the album's named after Villager, but it's 
there's another part of it which is called a yeah. uh, bone dry boat. Mm-hmm. Very Sun King, wasn't it? Sun King's a, a very harmonic song, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like the harmonies and stuff. But it's he's like doing it with the guitar, and you, you sort of get it that vibe straight away when you you listening to it. Oh, this is Sun King. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, and also that. the beginning bit, that. the villager bit, it kind of it's great, obviously yeah. it sums up the album. Yeah, that's the point yeah. of the title track, but it's that a bit Americana of, that one as well with a little. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's that nice little guitar bit in it, but I think it's the yeah, just the 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 pastoral laid back kind of feel that goes into that sixties mm-hmm. thing, but early late sixties, early seventies. I'm sure people have said it sounds like traffic as well, like uh, Steve mm-hmm. Winwood's band. It has that kind of just that pastoral is a bit of a wanky word to use to describe it, but it's like if you are lying in a field, listen to this. Yeah. Like, uh, fucking, uh, a nice hot summer's day. It would be perfect, wouldn't it? It would be absolutely yeah. perfect. Did you get the chance to pay much attention to the lyrics? Because I know you're usually a. Like a yeah, fan. not as much as I, I normally would, to be perfectly honest with you, because it was one of those things where I just wanted to take it all in, I guess. Yeah. And that's when I put it on. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to close my eyes and take it all in. Mm-hmm. Not not concentrate on one particular thing. Like yeah. you say, there's no showing off. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, no yeah, I think that's the thing. This. It's all part of a whole, right? There's no, like... Yeah. It's not like, oh... Mm-hmm. He, he, it's just all perfect, I think. Like he's playing, it's perfect. And I, again, I think there's a real confidence in that, and, a, and, a, and uh-huh. that's nice to listen to. Um, there's some great songs mm-hmm. on it. Um, Stones Around This Circle, is that, is that one? Is it? Stones Around the Candle. Oh, the candle, yeah. That yeah, one. There's bongos in that, so we've got to like that one. Yeah, of we? course. Love a bongo. There's Let a really, a really a nice, uh, just instrumental one. Well, I'm, I, I did have a little... Um, is that the one where you can really hear them, sort of? The slide, slamming. you can hear the yeah. sliding down the strings. Which I didn't find a, a particularly pleasant noise, I don't think. Yeah, I think there's you know a what thing I mean? with that, right? There's a, there's a thing with that. Normally you hear like a demo and stuff where people are doing that. And I mm. presume people, you know, producers will tell guitarists to clear that up and, you know, don't do it. I don't think it's that one actually. I think it's the pure English honey one. Ah, that's always yes. doing that. Yeah, I think, and yeah. It, it's it's like because sometimes when a, an acoustic guitarist playing the guitar, you can sometimes hear them properly twang. Yeah. The, and this this is in a couple of the songs which I like. I like that. Mm-hmm. But he's doing something different which I haven't really heard before. And you're either going to like it or dislike it. Yeah. And he, he's kind of keeping his finger down and properly pulling his finger right. Down, he's not uh-huh. particularly sliding because it sounds like it's vibrating at the same time. Yeah, no, he's not. It's you not a slide I mean? guitar, but you can just hear him running down the strings. Yeah, until he yeah. hits the next note. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird uh, noise. You know, I always kind of like that noise because I think it mm-hmm. adds a bit of intimacy. Um, mm-hmm. I think you, you know, you can tell somebody's actually playing the guitar if you. Oh yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. Hear that. Um, I mean, this it, you can tell that nobody's like. Put it in some machine or whatever, and gone. Oh, you know, we'll take that out or whatever. Yeah. So there's yeah, a, I agree. There's a what couple you're like more upbeat numbers, like a, a couple of mm-hmm. upbeat songs. With there's one that's got a kind of bow diddly kind of, you know that. Yeah, like a funky one. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, 
yeah, my poor diddly, a really stones kind of, you know, a real R&B kind of riff, even though it's on acoustic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not all super laid back, but the overall feel is that. Um, it's not massively, like, you know, over the top with that or anything, is it? It's all no. very acoustic. Yeah. And, and it all it, follows when, the same sort of, you know, the same story all the way through the, the songs, doesn't it? Which is why I think it works really well as a as an album as a whole, and even the the covers. I think if you were to do the cover now, it might be the same idea, but look a bit better. You know, I think the design doesn't really sell the well, album. It's, it's very because, Wicker Man, isn't it? But, but the actual it's, it's thing on Blair the cover, Witch type yeah. thing, you yeah. know, I mean, it's that that type of thing where. Oh, a, a, a figure made out of wood or oh, whatever. Um, what was that thing with Matthew McConaughey and Wood? Woody Harrels? That one. <laughs> What's that? Oh, uh, the true detective thing. Yeah, true detective. <laughs> it's a little bit true detective. But yeah, I mean, he'd be great, wouldn't he? I mean, I, I do want a, a soundtrack for a, a full horror. Or even, you know, the, the, a full horror sort of taking some of these songs and, and putting them on the soundtrack, it would fit massively. It would fit really well, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's good. Like, I've, I've actually just ordered the rest of his albums to get delivered, so they're going to come in a couple of days because I don't, I don't know them. I haven't heard them. Um, yeah. But I've kind of just thought, I definitely like this guy and I want to hear more of them. So all of these albums have been re-released in the last year. He's mm-hmm. six solo albums. Um yeah. So, so what's your, what's you what would you say your your favorite song off the album was? Um, you have one. Yes, I do. Uh, let me just double check the name. I love the last the last songs. It's a lovely way to end an album. I think it's got it's very soulful. Well, like, the last the one. Yeah, it's got a double bass. I mean, yes. that's a lovely sound, isn't so it? I think again, you don't hear like it very often the kind of stand up bass, double bass. I think. Throughout uh-huh. this album, which is very astral weeks, you know, it, it has that feel of adding something kind of I don't know why it does, but all maybe it's because of astral weeks, it adds this kind of mystic feel to things. I think I don't know, yeah. Um, it's like yeah. A, a, a sort of you know, a callback or a bygone age, a double bass, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You, you just you don't hear it very often, it's kind of been phased out, unless you. Listen to some orchestra or something. Yeah, and I think that's you never thing. hear it. We like it with this, like obviously you would just get a bassist playing electric bass, right? Like, yeah, you don't necessarily have a a flautist, but he's chosen to have the acoustic mm-hmm. bass or the stand-up double bass or whatever. The the guy playing the flute. I think some of the backing vocals are just superb. They add so much soul to the songs and yeah. His voice is lovely, I think. It's really nice mm. voice. It's not the strongest shouty voice, but totally in sync with the music. Yeah. When those backing vocals come in on some of those songs, I just think it just lifts them. And when that come when they come in, I just think it's really great. I love um mm-hmm. Is it Get Out the Road? I think that's a bit more upbeat. Like, that's the one that's got yeah, that like bit that of rhythm one. in there. I think that's really good. Bit, bit Eagles here. I thought that was. Yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. What about but, you? What, yeah, what do you think? Good. You know what? I, I actually, same as you, I, I like Get Out the Road. That That's uh, probably my favourite off the album, I think. It's also got a little bit of dogs in it from Pink Floyd, which I noticed. 
<laughs> which I liked. <laughs> it's really well, very slight, like but that's animals, in it. <laughs> of course it does. But yeah, I, I think that's 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 probably my uh, my favorite from from the album. But it, it's it's like you know, it's like a, a if you just want to, like I said before, if you just want to close your eyes, listen to the whole thing. You know, it's it's great and yeah, it's a nice it's thing. Definitely to a one for a, if you've got a couple of beers and a, or a picnic yeah. or whatever to just go and sit outside or i can i can see me and you cliff we're sitting on a riverbank right somewhere we've got our picnic i'm dressed in cricket gear obviously of course of course of course and uh, maybe it's one of those little straw hats mm-hmm. you've got your dress on yeah. you know you're sitting there um you know we'd, we'd just get into it that's all i think yeah well i agree <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that you want the dress on um, well, of course I want the. I, I mean, I, was, I haven't had it for so long. And you haven't done it for so long. Let me put you straight now, Brett. It'll remain on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I am uh, walking with the aid of, of a, a walking stick. So if you get out of line, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I just think it's great. Will you? Will you look- Check out more of his stuff and watch. Try and find that documentary. Yes, I'd, I'd be very interested in uh, in watching the documentary. And again, I've, I have listened to a couple of uh, of his other stuff as well, and and he's uh, as a jazz band as well. So I have been listening to a, a few things. And but yeah, I mean this album's really good, isn't it? It's just a nice album, I think. Yeah, it's great. Like it just obviously flew under the radar. It's one of those kind of lost classics. Happens I think, too but... often though, doesn't it? That and it's even harder now for musicians, you know, if that you know, immensely talented and things like that, which a lot of people are. More of them, even more of them, are going to slip through the cracks, aren't they? Because yes. like, I mean, this was the height of when people are buying CDs, yeah. buying music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. If more people know who he is. I think you know that recognition will come. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like I said, the albums are back out, and that's why you after. picked it in a cliff. You got a fact, fact. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I, you were supposed to do a quiz, weren't you? But well, obviously, you we went never, on the piss instead. We never actually you? discussed a quiz for this week. So, well, I do it one week, you do it the next. You know how it works. I know Don't how it give works. Us excuses. I didn't think about it. Come be, come be bothered. <laughs> so we're back. We're back to the joke book. No, it's not a joke book, is it? <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fact book. I might buy a joke book. You might like that better, mm-hmm. mightn't you? See if you can guess the fungus lines and that. Yeah. Hey, what, what fruit is poisonous to dogs? Do you reckon? What fruit so if you dogs? wanted to poison a dog, what fruit would you use? Not that you'd, of course, want to poison a dog. I wouldn't, but uh, I don't know, a loganberry? It's a grape. So don't, people out there, give your dog grapes. That's poison. Oh, I genuinely thought this was fact uh, jokes, but it's just facts, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking there's nothing funny about that. <laughs> unfortunately, yes, it's just the facts because you could be bothered to do your quiz. Um, in the first football rule book from Argentina, right? It stated that if a player got fouled, he could accept what? Instead of involving the referee. So what could he accept? Instead of involving the referee. 
So I've um, made the foul. Player gets up. I've kicked him right in the shin. He gets up really angry. Mm-hmm. Like a, I, a retaliative kick in the shin? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. It's he, he could accept an apology. Just a, a nice gentleman's <laughs> apology. apology. <laughs> simple apology. And then we don't need to get the referee ball. Get the ref. We don't have he's to apologized. Get the ref he, ha- he has broke me I leg, but he's apologized. <laughs> Andy, yeah. why would the Argentinians go up for that anyway? They're all yeah. thugs. Yeah. We don't want to get the ref involved, do we? So <laughs> just apologize. And we'll yeah, say, it's more we'll like say, a threat, isn't it? We'll say now more of it. Don't you think about getting that referee over here? <laughs> Tell him I've apologized. Tell him I've said sorry. It's all right. All right, well, that's good. I like that. Mm. Who won? The lottery of the Zimbabwe Banking Corporation in the year 2000. Well, I don't know his name, but yes. I'm going to say the person who runs the Zimbabwe banks. And I'm, going to, <laughs> I'm just going to guess his name is something like Tremendous Maccabi. It's close. It was the president of Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mugabe? Was it Mugabe? It would have been Mugabe at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and he spent the money on a suit with his face all over it. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, you've got to like some of these dictators for the things that they these do. Despots. Now, um, listen to a, a podcast where one of them has named every day of the week after himself. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, you just would, wouldn't you? Right. How do you know? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It was it days or was it months? I don't know. One of them. One of them. He's, okay. he's named them all after himself and that. Okay. Uh, you just love to do that. Until 1900, visitors to Stonehenge were given chisels so they could what? Oh, who the fuck's visiting Stonehenge before 1900? In the 1800s, people are going to Stonehenge. Of course. Well, it it's seems a like... place. It's perfect for the folk rock. In the 1800s, um, chisels to do what? Fucking engrave their name in the, rock, in the stones? Chip a bit off as a souvenir. Well, I mean... I, that is ridiculous. That's well, I mean, ridiculous, I mean, I mean you, can't, be... you can't run a heritage site in that manner, can you? <laughs> but that's why they end up the size of Stonehenge on Final Tap. <laughs> exactly. They were and massive, but we let people chip away at them. It massively spoils the plot of Halloween 3, doesn't it? <laughs> if you can just... <laughs> <laughs> if you can just chip bits off at will <laughs> and then make snakes come out of kids' eyes. Yes, I mean, it does, yeah. <laughs> it certainly does. Got one um, more? I think I have got one more. Would you like to, uh, would you like us to ask you a question about river dance? Go on. Because you love river dance. Remember in the okay. 90s when everyone loved river dance? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I actually watched a live river dance about uh, t- three months ago. Did you? In the canteen. A live at work. river dance. 
Did you? And the cantina at work? Mm-hmm. Why was everyone so obsessed with river dance in the bunch 90s? Of, a lovely bunch of lads doing the river dance. Was, was Michael Flatley there? I think he's franchised it out now. Has he? Has <laughs> he, has he, he, he? He's almost turned into um, a strange character, him, with these plastic surgeries. I think, do you think I, that he can still do the river dance? I think him and Jim Core are one and the same. Do you think? And that uh, actor who's who was a boxer and then was in the wrestler. What's his name? Mickey Rock. Mickey Rock. <laughs> Mickey Rock and Mr. Riverdance are the same person, yeah, I yeah, think. I think. <laughs> so the cast of Riverdance have worn oh, out 14. Thousand pairs of what? That's a stupid question, isn't it? Because you obviously, I'll just give you the answer. Oh, it's going to be that's the what, shoes. That's what happens. It's going to be the shoes. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be the shoes. Well, it's going to be the shoes. <laughs> it's going to be the shoes. Aaron, David, come at me and tell us it's out for the shoes. <laughs> it's going to be the shoes. <laughs> Turning into Louis Armstrong when you answered the question. It's, it's got to be the shoes. No, it's got to be the shoes. <laughs> Am I correct, by the way? Or is it uh, It sucks. It sucks. Oh, <laughs> it's shoes, man. Of course it's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, they, there's your facts. Well, thank you for the fact I like that. Apart from the first one that I thought was going to be a joke. Mm, <laughs> and then was, it's got to be the shoes. <laughs> yeah, man, it's got to be the shoes. Cosmo. Cosmo. You got any shoes on the market store? <laughs> on the mall out, man. Oh, a shoe. Power market's all about shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is, this is just for you, right? I was outside of a, a house. No, it was a bed and breakfast today. Okay. And on the on the wall outside, it said that there had been they had getting an award from Silver Awards, <laughs> and it made us think of you <laughs> and Vic and Bob. Silver <laughs> Awards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they deserved it. <laughs> silver awards <laughs> why would you call it silver awards right? gold awards that's better isn't it why, why would you call it silver awards <laughs> I don't know right well let's uh, ponder that while we listen to some music by Model Society <laughs> yes let's, let's do that Brett? The, the song is called Are You For Real Mm-hmm. And you were right in what you said. It is by Model Society. I know. And it's from the new EP, which is called Entertainment. Right. Great. Well, let's listen to that. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, after this is finished, go and seek out Matt Dayton's music. Not him personally. It's a bit weird. See you Don't later. Seek him out. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
You know to sell out is costly But you might get the girl They're calling it entertainment What they put on TV journey's begun You're so vacant and boring And your pop's bubble gum I caught you mime in the chorus I saw you selling your soul I watched you change your softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 